0: You're listening to The Matters Podcast hosted by Jumpstart. We're on a mission to help South African entrepreneurs take their next step. And we hope that this podcast will allow you to do just that. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Matters Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us uh, and tuning in today. I'm very excited about our our next conversation. Um, I am joined by Aaron Samuels. um, And while I won't give too much away about just who he is and what he does, I really do have the the privilege and joy of working alongside Aaron and like what he's trying to see accomplished in the world. Uh, so I do have a little bit of a front row seat to all things uh, The Wild Coach, all things, well, not all things Aaron, but all things The Wild Coach. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for, without further ado, Aaron, welcome. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, You have the, the pleasure and the sometimes headache of working <laughs> with me. Um, but yeah, excited to be here and just to chat a bit about all things The Wild Coach.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, let's get into it. Uh, You mentioned The Wealth Coach, I mentioned it. Uh, Before we get there, uh, tell us a little bit about you, sort of a little bit about your background and then The Wealth Coach, where does that fit in? Where was it born out of? Yeah, speaking to that.
1: Yeah, so um, I think my journey with money started from from childhood as with most things. um, Grew up, uh, my father was a businessman for many years, so I grew up around business and entrepreneurship. And then I found myself studying more towards business and law. Mm. And yeah, my academic journey took me into financial planning. Um, most people in the industry say that it's never really what you were planning on doing, but you just find yourself there and the, the love for it develops from there. Mm. So, my background very much in financial planning and people's dreams and aspirations around money. Mm. And that is what guided me to, to the wealth coach.
0: That's awesome. Mm. You said you, your father was a businessman, kind of in mm. business. How did that, um, yeah, did that have like any influence uh, influence in you, like wanting to start a business, wanting to kind of combine your eventual passion of, mm. uh, about like mm. money education? Uh, yeah, what, what did that like relationship inform? Yeah,
1: I think... From that very young age, I probably decided then already that I don't really see myself working for someone else. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, as you grow up, you go through different phases. So at one stage, I was saying, I'm going to start my own coffee shop or my Mm -hmm. own restaurant. And then I was like, no, I'm going to start a different business. But I was always looking to do my Mm -hmm. own thing. And yeah, as you grow up, it starts to shape and form It becomes different things. And yeah, I think that is also has a big reason about why The Wealth Coach started, because Mm. it's to me, and it's my own thing, mm. Um, mm. and that's, that's essentially what it's about. Yeah, mm, mm,
0: mm. that's awesome. I um, I've been following your journey a little bit uh, even before we started working together on on LinkedIn and on mm. Instagram, kind of from afar, and even before the Wildscoach coach kind of you know became its thing, huh? the thing that it is now, where yeah. it's a little bit of more of a platform and a brand that's you know uh, establishing itself and kind of knows who it wants mm. to serve. Uh, I I love that you were always kind of doing those things, like putting out helpful and insightful content um, before before the brand and before, yeah. you know, anything was formed. What kind of led, I guess, like led you in those directions to, you know, speak openly about uh, what you are passionate about, which is mining education?
1: Yeah, I, I think there is too little speaking openly about it. Hmm. And um, for many people, it is a bit of a taboo. Not many families talk about this kind of thing on a Saturday afternoon or Sunday lunch, talk about money and saving and what the worries are about money and how money can be a big worry. Yeah. But for me, it's very much a thing about what would I would have wanted to know mm. five years or ten years from now. Mm. And yeah, knowing, putting the info out there definitely is a a big component of helping people. So yeah, that's the role mm-hmm. I've been looking to play is just as a step one, putting yeah. the info out there, making it accessible. Um, A lot of people I speak to really appreciate the fact that it comes from a South African, for that matter, because a lot of the stuff out there is good content, good info out there, but it has an American rapper on it, or a UK or European rapper on it. And yeah, just having the South African Mm. um, spin to it, it, yeah, it's very helpful.
0: No, for sure, I, I 100% agree with it. speaking into a South African context and for a South African context um, is so helpful. Uh, so, and I, I definitely think that that comes through in kind of everything that you are wanting to um, establish, uh, The you know, everything that you're wanting to bring through with the Wealth Coach. So, Aaron, maybe for, for the listener who hasn't... Uh, uh, interacted with you anywhere before uh let's let's give them the introduction to the wealth coach what is uh, what is the wealth coach about what is it what does it do and and who do you partner with yeah
1: so essentially the wealth coach has a strong focus on the human side of finance or the human side of money so it's centered around financial coaching and what i found was that having the money and or having the info in isolation just isn't good enough. There needs to be a third component. Mm. And that third component is a human component. Um, we're human beings, we interact with financial products, we interact with our money, but what are our habits? What are our yeah. behaviors? What do we get from our background, from the people around us? That truly does make a difference. It's almost like a tripod and that's uh, the third leg mm. um, to get things going where you want it to go.
0: Mm, mm. And who mm. does the Wealth Coach like aim to serve?
1: Yeah, so I primarily, I do my best work with young professionals Mm -hmm. um, that have just finished up studying, starting that first job or within the first few years of their work. Um, Yeah, it's a massive shift, um, practically and mentally. Mm -hmm. Finishing up studies, um, it's a totally different lifestyle now you're working and I need to navigate the money thing as Mm -hmm. well. And I find that a lot of people make some crucial mistakes or some slip-ups in that first few years of working mm. and you spend many years trying to undo mm. or trying to fix. So yeah, like to say prevention is better than cure. Mm. If I can put some tools and strategies into people's hands in that first few years, mm. I really think it makes a massive difference yeah. over, over the longer term. Problems tend to compound. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So if we can if we can start to think about the behavior um, when it's slightly smaller, yeah mm. it's massive.
0: And what are some of those you called it did you call it slip ups or maybe some like little mistakes that that people make along the way, particularly in those like transition areas?
1: Yeah I, I think a, a lot of it has to do with just the, the influences around us mm. and yeah the, the cliche is to, to live within your means mm. or even to live below your means. but that's obviously um, easier said than done. We, we are social beings after all. Yes. And I find that, look, there's a there's a lot of symptoms. There's a lot of things I can name like debt or not saving or budgeting, but those are symptoms. Yeah. Um, and it's it's very useful to look at the underlying cause um, of some of those symptoms. And it, it really comes down to living within your means. Um, do you want to achieve certain things? Looking at why you actually want to achieve it. Mm-hmm. You want to buy certain things. Why do I really want it? Yeah. Um, yeah, we we don't always, we're not always willing to admit how much we care Mm. what other people think. Um, It takes some of us longer (laughs) than others to actually say to ourselves, but my decision was actually influenced a bit by how something's going to look, how something's going to come across. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I find that many of us grow up in a home with parents and we have a, a certain lifestyle and when you're done studying or a few years thereafter you move out you go on your own you get married whatever the case may be you had a certain lifestyle before that and yeah that's a massive challenge many people in their 20s and 30s face now is we're trying to match the lifestyle we used to have when we were living at home for example and yeah, that's, that's where some of the problems start because you can't really get there in three years or five years. Yeah. And the damage really gets done in that trying mm-hmm. um, to get there too quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, our parents took 10 or 20 or 30 or 40 years to get yeah. where they were. We're trying to do it in the first five years. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah that's, that's, that's so true. They're yeah. like trying to have the same, the exact same lifestyle or even like trying to have that and more. Um, You know, more than than you've necessarily previously had.
1: And and depending on your circumstances, you look at your home life, you look at your history and you say, I want more for myself, I want better than Mm -hmm. that. Um, Or you were very fortunate again, and then it's you reaching up, um, trying to achieve too too quickly. Um, Either way, having this type of conversation with yourself and with a financial coach, yeah. It, it makes a massive difference because then you start to see some of the the thinking, I almost want to say yeah. the motives behind some of your actions. Because you're doing these things, you find yourself in a bit of a pinch, but you haven't really thought about mm. why. Mm. And, yeah, once you have the conversation, you might realise, but I'm actually trying to get back to that lifestyle yeah. that my parents were at, or I'm overcompensating because my background wasn't what I wanted it to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. And again, as
0: you said, it's like the conversations that are... Oh, of happening in the background in your head that you might not even be aware of mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is kind mm-hmm. of happening and you know it's going from one side of the brain to the other yeah. um, but just important things that we need to you know confront uh, um, confront when we when we in that in that life stage and how it can actually either like set you up really well this three years or it could do a little bit of a little bit of damage yeah uh, yeah so uh, I guess next up is uh, starting the wealth coach you've kind of just started from from the ground up and and what has surprised you most about that process of starting up from the ground
1: yeah it's 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 been quite the journey um yeah i think every every entrepreneur solopreneur has had a different journey but i think these will have a few things in common um but yeah i I just realized um starting up how many different facets and components there is Mm -hmm. to this thing because we all have our craft or our expertise or our product. But starting out, it's about so much more than your craft Mm -hmm. or your product, because you've got that nailed down. Mm -hmm. Um, You're good at your thing. Um, But starting a business around your thing is a lot lot more to do with than that. And you just really need to have a certain level of proficiency with so many different things. And then I think also that self-awareness to know that you're not going to be good at everything. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't need to be good at everything. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just getting help in from Mm -hmm. the start, getting Mm -hmm. the right type of help. Um, Yes, we bump our heads along the way here and there. But it's just realizing that starting out is more than just about... I'm good at what I do, I'm gonna run with this yeah. thing. Yeah. There's so many components and yeah, just just that awareness. But you, you figure it out as you as you go along. Sure. Um, it's not like you sit there on day one and I'm gonna start this thing yeah. and then you know everything that's lying ahead for you. It's as you take it step by step, you start to uncover, oh wow, this this, yeah. is that. And yeah, it can be overwhelming. Mm. But yeah, that's why, why you get up.
0: Mm. No, for sure. <laughs> I think everybody we've asked this question. Um, I, I, like everybody defaults to this answer, which is very telling of what the situ- you know, what yeah. the experience is like. Um, so it's a you know very true reflection of what the journey feels like. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many hats that you constantly need to be yeah. wearing. But I think of uh, something that, especially a solar intra- solarpreneur, or yeah. you know just entrepreneur <laughs> across the spectrum, face. Okay, I'm wanting to start this thing. We often don't also start with lots of resources to be able to get to outsource the help. Like it's a very good idea, theoretically, like I can just outsource that. But wh- how do you speak into that when someone's like, I, f- I actually don't have, I-, I can't afford to like outsource the help or you know, there's, there's financially just, there's nothing like I don't, so how do you, how does, how does one navigate that? How do you plan for it? You, mm. Can you like speak into that? Cause I feel like that's a, you know, situation where people would be like, it'd be really helpful to take someone on or to, you know, outsource just this job, but, you know, no, it's, a, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really difficult to make yeah,
1: that to yeah. make that call. Yeah, these these two valuable resources, one of which is money, which you mentioned, and the other is time. Mm. And I think sometimes we don't always appreciate how valuable that is. Um, I think when starting out, you need to. It's about deploying resources. Mm-hmm. And if you're not deploying the resource which is money, you need to be deploying your time because mm. that's the thing you have. Yeah. Um. So if you can't outsource the business card design, yeah. then do a free online course mm. and 10 YouTube videos and then do your own. Yeah. If you can't outsource and pay for the website or the whatever, um, upskill yourself. Yeah. And and yeah, to my point earlier, it's about, again, upskilling and having that certain level of proficiency. I think that also puts a lot of people off. I, I spoke to someone recently who was looking to start his own graphic design business mm-hmm. and I see him once every two or three weeks. And I check in with him, how's it going with it? Yeah. And he's like, nah, I just need to sort out my website and I'll start. And, yeah. then, and I saw him again last month and he's like, "Now nah, the website's almost done. And I'm yeah. like, buddy, you don't need to wait till yeah, everything yeah. is yeah. sorted, get going. Um, so, yeah, it's just about upskilling yourself yeah. to a certain point. Um, things don't have to be just right and perfect mm-hmm. before you start going. That's one of the things that I learned.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, if you're going to wait to be ready or you need this thing to come through or that thing, yeah. it's it's really procrastination because you're scared.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, we,
1: yeah. yeah. We, we don't like change. We don't like um, it's that fear of the unknown. Mm. So be it the little design thing or the little yeah. legal thing or the little tax thing, um, yeah, again self-awareness to know that actually I'm really nervous about this thing and I'm just using this as an excuse sometimes it's valid but a lot of the times it's just that little excuse Mm -hmm. because once that's sorted there's no more excuses and I have to take the plunge Um, so we we kind of put these little things Mm. in our own way sometimes Mm
0: -mm. no that's very that's very good and insightful and just If, unfortunately, you know, the the financial resources aren't there Mm. to be able to purchase it, you know, which in a very ideal world would be nice. um, But even just as you're speaking, I'm thinking about all the skills that I've accumulated and learned over the time because there wasn't budget to be able to do something. Uh, um, And so even the, um, the space that I'm in is... At, at the at the time, there wasn't budget to like get someone to build a website. Mm. Like there was there was nothing. Um, and you know, web designers are credited what they do, and they're gonna deliver what they do. And you know that they, they should be web designers in yes, the you know yes, in yes. the world. Um, but unfortunately, we just kind of didn't have the budget yeah. you know to to pay them what they were due and and that took like countless hours of you know of youtube learning of all these different tutorials um, but you know two years down the line on the other side of it like i can build like a pretty decent like website yeah, you're not, you know you're not bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know i can yeah. build a, something decent I, I can i have a little bit of understanding of the back end and um, you know that's those are the skills that i've had, that i've learned that i didn't plan yeah. to learn but has really aided me in the, in the offering. So when I go to a client that I can actually say, well, if you don't need like a really custom, customized, fancy, you know, like super, super niche website uh, and you're looking to save on the cost, like let's incorporate this, which is an offering I would not be able to present otherwise. Um,
1: yeah, and that's also the value of upskilling yourself mm-hmm. and having a bit of knowledge on these different components, because yeah. when you do get to that place where you are appointing one or two people to do the job, you have a certain level of knowledge, so it's not that you can check up on them, but you can actually have a different level yeah. of conversation because when they speak to you, they're not speaking Greek, like you you know yeah. the basics. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that will also help you to hire the mm-hmm. right people because... Mm-hmm. This topic isn't like totally foreign to you. Yeah. So be that in the web space or the legal space or whatever it yeah, may yeah, be, yeah, yeah. if you have a basic knowledge, when you are looking to, to scale and appoint people, it just puts you in a much better, better position, position to do so. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah. It's kind of to close up the thought of, of starting up, what has been the, maybe the, one of the biggest lessons for you in the starting up process?
1: Yeah, it's 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 scary. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, um, to my point earlier, we don't we don't like we don't like change. We don't like the unknown. So Mm. um, confidence has a lot to do with it. Yeah. So you need to find you need to stay close enough to your why to give you that, to give you that confidence um, and and just making that leap because, yeah, that that self-belief is the thing that's going to drive you and that um, that strong enough feeling about what you're actually looking to achieve. Yeah, that's the thing that's gonna keep you going because yeah, it's 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 gonna be bumpy and it's daunting, mm. but you you know that you have something to say, it's mm-hmm. something to give to the world, and yeah, that that really should drive you. Yeah, but yeah, it, you you learn a lot about yourself um, in this process, mm. and yeah, I always say I, I give great advice. I should take my own advice <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, but um, us as human beings, we we're, we're a lot tougher than we give ourselves yeah. credit for. These, yeah, mm. we, we can achieve. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I like what you were saying with like kind of staying close to your why is a lot of kind of like where your confidence mm. so to take your next steps can be found. How do you stay close to your why? What does that look like for you?
1: Um, yeah, that for me is it's it's all about the feedback that I get. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I, I I share it with people and it's small things, be it, be it a DM or be it a comment um, or email or message I get from someone, and they are excited about the progress they're making um, with money or they're enjoying the stuff they're seeing, they're learning something. Um, That gives me a reminder um, that what you set out to do and to make a difference in the way people think about money, the way people see money, getting that type of feedback that's really the thing that that keeps mm-hmm. you going because then that's, that's my pat on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone comes back to you a few weeks or months later and they say, listen, when I th- used to think about money, I just got a headache. Yeah. Uh, it was really like a, a bad spot in my life when yeah. it came to money and uh, things have changed. Things aren't like that anymore. Yeah. Thanks for your help. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's my pat on the back, just knowing mm-hmm. that I could mm-hmm. play a small part in in changing the way that someone feels about money for, mm-hmm. for the better mm-hmm. at least, yeah. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you also in that highlighting the importance of like staying close to the community mm-hmm. that you want mm-hmm. to st- mm-hmm. serve uh, uh, like staying, in, not necessarily staying in their face but just yeah. staying connected, always willing to like engage and answer a question uh, because I think in that you kind of are reaffirmed in your why and reaffirmed in what you want to yeah. see yeah. happen through what you're doing and,
1: and, and really for me it's all about providing value to our community mm-hmm. but, but what is value. Um, that that you get from the community. Mm-hmm. Um, the community will tell you what it finds valuable and mm-hmm. and that comes through, they give you the context and the yeah. context comes through the comments. Yeah, the context comes through, through the DM. So, um, yeah, that's really important mm-hmm. for me to actually be listening, mm-hmm. to always be listening and consuming and then I can deploy whatever yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of resources, in terms of help. But yeah, yeah it, it, it really does come from the community because you can't isolate yourself and think to yourself, well, this is an important topic. People should really know this. Yeah. This is important. And just shoving it in people's faces, yeah, um, yeah I don't really think that's, that's the yeah, best yeah, way yeah, to yeah. go about things.
0: For sure, for sure. Um, and just speaking <coughs> speaking just in terms of value, you've got a few uh, resources on on your on your website uh, um, mm. that are kind of people just want maybe like an introduction to yeah. financial education. What are some of those resources that can be um, that can be found?
1: Yeah, so I've got a cool um, resource called a Financial Health score, mm-hmm. and that, that's really the starting point for me because before um, sitting off on a journey um, in a car, for example, you're going on a holiday to the coast, uh, you, you're doing those basic checks in the car, yeah. you need to know what this current situation is. You, kicking the tires, you're checking the oil and yeah. before you set off on the journey. Mm. And it's similar on, on your financial journey. Mm. Um, that both um, scores like a short quiz, and that's really kicking the tires of your financial life and checking the oil mm-hmm. and making sure everything's in, in order. Um, so it's really useful exercise before setting off on a journey and implementing changes. Yeah. First, have that awareness to see where you are at the moment, where the shortcomings uh, might be, mm-hmm. and then set off, um, mm. looking at things like a budgeting template, or some specific resources around saving and investing, um, navigating these concepts like interest rates, which is very um, much in the news now, petrol Mm -hmm. prices, cost of living. So, yeah, there's a a bit of everything. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. No, that's awesome. Those resources are very, um, very helpful, um, and I think really practical, Mm, mm. um, practical, can give you practical steps, you know, to, to take forward if you know partnering with a financial coach feels like a bit too overwhelming for you right now i think the your the resources that you've offered on your website you know sort of free of charge to download is really good for um just awareness which is a starting point for so for so much i've heard aaron say like this budget template is not going to change your life (laughs) but it will (laughs) make you more aware and who doesn't want to be more aware
1: um yeah i and i think i mentioned to you before like the reason Someone isn't budgeting isn't the fact that they can't get a template
0: yeah
1: uh, it's the same reason why someone isn't doing Pilates or <laughs> yoga It's not because there aren't a million YouTube videos or guides or apps. Um, the info is there, mm. and yeah, like I mentioned earlier that's that's just one part of the of that tripod mm-hmm. the the info mm-hmm. is
0: there
1: mm. um but yeah. Resources are in abundance yeah. and it's about the human being behind the resources yeah. that actually has to implement it mm-hmm. and and keep going with it.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Awesome. Thanks for that, Erin. So a large portion of our, our listenership and who we kind of want to be uh, impacting and inspiring through this podcast series is is entrepreneurs. Um, but let's chat about kind of entrepreneurs and finance. It's kind of a contentious topic out those two worlds you know almost like this risky living and then finance which seems like you always need to be cautious Uh, um but how do like number one how do those worlds collide uh what's what are some of the challenges you've seen um entrepreneurs encounter particularly navigating um you know life personal finances um yeah could you speak yeah just speak into those
1: yeah, it, you know um entrepreneurs are very passionate about their craft, mm-hmm. um regardless of what it is. It's it's that passion that takes them to the point where they want to start um their own business, own brand. And yeah, the love of the craft can become blinding sometimes mm-hmm. because um you kind of switch off from the almost wanna say practical side of of mm-hmm. starting a business as well, of which money is a big component. Um, so I would say that's that's one of the things I've noticed that you can become so um, obsessed and invested in the the practicing of your craft that you you kind of neglect the money mm-hmm. side of it. And at the end of the day, the, the business needs to make money. Mm-hmm. Um, and just shutting that side of it off um, on the longer run, you're you're going to end up struggling. Yeah. But. Yeah, apart from that, I think when, when a business does start making money, uh, a challenge that I often see is that entrepreneurs struggle to separate um the business and personal finance. Mm-hmm. Um and I yeah, I mentioned I grew up in a around um retail and shops and supermarkets mm-hmm. and that type of thing. So I always use the example of a toe, like the, the business owner can't be digging into the toe every lunchtime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you 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 need to separate um yeah your personal finance and the business finance Mm -hmm. and it's very rare that you would find an entrepreneur whose personal finance is a mess but the business finance side looks great Mm
0: -hmm. so Mm
1: -hmm. it's very important to get to a certain level in your personal finance as well, because that's definitely going to translate to Mm -hmm. your business Mm -hmm. as well, because a lot of it comes down to behaviors. Um, It's not like you can have bad behaviors and habits with your personal finance, but when you're handling the business's money, you're just going to be great. Um, You're the same person. Mm -hmm. Nothing Mm -hmm. has changed in Mm -hmm. between. Mm -hmm. You just have an added responsibility. Mm -hmm. So that's what I find. And yeah, it's similar challenges to um, what you find in your personal spaces. Sometimes it's just the not knowing, mm-hmm. um, not speaking to people, not again upskilling yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think there's, there's two things, money and and health. Uh, whether you care about them or not, they'll, they'll care about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. they're <laughs> going to influence you either way. So yeah. if you're not fanatic about your health or invested in your health, you don't have to be, but it's going to affect you. Right. Same thing with money. Yeah. You don't have to be into money. You don't have to be a numbers person, but Money is gonna affect you whether you yeah. like it or not, so you can yeah. just as well upskill yourself to a certain level and yeah it can only it can only aid you going forward For sure
0: for sure. I also think you're in a an interesting position because I'd say you are you're very passionate about your craft and you know the mm. entrepreneurship side of you, but mm. then you also, on the mm. other hand, you kind of speak to you kind of speak to people who are like you who are kind of pas- passionate and can be blinded, you know blinded a little bit by your passion. So yeah. have you found that like a tension to kind of live in or or not so much?
1: Yeah, it's I was speaking to someone earlier today and they're like, OK, so you, you, you're a money coach, which means you you must be rich, you you, you, <laughs> you, you, you must be resorted. And I told him, buddy, the the, yeah. the, the, the the fact that my money life isn't perfect means that I can help you. Yeah. Because if my money life was perfect, I, I, I couldn't be helping or teaching anyone yeah. anything. Um, so now I can definitely relate. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's just just because you're you're the expert in in money or investment or whatever. Mm-hmm. it Maybe doesn't mean that your money life is perfect. But yeah. yeah, I must say it does put added pressure on on me as yeah. a entrepreneur. Because mm-hmm. I mean, imagine the the wealth coach's business yeah. <laughs> money situation doesn't look Would it so be hard. A good.
0: Statement. Yeah, people
1: won't be taking me too seriously. Um, I mean, if it's someone that's in a very creative field, for example, um, there aren't too many eyes or expectation yeah. around keeping the finances in order. It's almost like people are more forgiving for yeah. their judgment. Um, but, yeah, when it when it comes to someone like me, there's kind of that expectation that yeah. because you are a money guy, your money things always need to be yeah. 100. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 we try to keep it as close to that as possible. You <laughs> yes, need to, yes, yes. You need to um, practice what you preach after all. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. There's a question that I have for you. And I'm trying my best to articulate it. Uh, I think there comes sort of like there comes a point in an entrepreneur, Maybe someone who's got like a like a side hustle, or yeah. you know, they're working a nine to five, and then they have the side hustle. The side hustle's growing. What do they need to consider before you jump? Like, how how do you know when you're ready to make the jump into your full time side side hustle? What are some of the like maybe like the pitfalls in? Because you can like jump too almost like too quickly, or you could wait too long. Like, how do you just know? And I think finances play a massive. A massive part in that decision, mm. in that decision process. Like, how do you know when it's you know it's the right time? And what type of things should you be should be top of mind, and should you be considering when you know you've got this growing kind of side gig and you want to give it a bit more time?
1: And you want to make that jump, I yeah. Th- I, th- I think you should jump when you're ready.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so what is that ready? What That's does ready joke. look like? That's <laughs> <'Cause> You're never <laughs> gonna be
1: ready. Um, yeah. I, th- I think it's it's again it's about starting with the why, because mm-hmm. um, you've got the nine to five, you have your side hustle, why do you want to move over? Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to put more time into it? Do you want to make more money? Are you unhappy at your nine to five? Um, yeah, because that that's the first step, and that's going to have a big bearing on mm-hmm. how well this thing's going to work out or not. Because if your thinking is, gee, words, if I do this thing full time, I can make so much more money, then yeah things things can be tough Mm -hmm. because yeah if if money is your motivator then just in life and in business then then you're going to struggle because Mm -hmm. you hopefully will reach the point where you do make x amount of money and then what yeah um so if yeah if money is the point of departure then then i think you're you're going to struggle but just some some considerations is firstly obviously thinking about the why they actually want to go over to it and then also just it's, it's about being prepared, mm-hmm. doing your homework on both ends um, and just in the financial context, building up a bit of a buffer mm-hmm. so that when you do make the jump and not to underestimate how much it's going to cost you to go full time because yeah. it's like going to to visit someone for just the holidays and then moving in with them. Mm-hmm. Um, don't don't take the holiday experience and yeah. times it by 3 or by 10, <laughs> because it's, it's a it's totally different experience. Yeah. So I'm um, just going to say overestimate how much it's going to cost you. Yeah. Um, work that buffer in mm-hmm. and then don't wait till you are ready, mm-hmm. because you're not going to be ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. that applies to everything um, with money. It's yeah, we it's again it's it's procrastination and a lot of times it's out of fear, it's out of uncertainty. Yeah. But yeah, if you're if your motivator and your driver is right and your your why isn't money, mm-hmm. um then I'd say make your preparations, build the buffer. And, yeah, just think it through yeah. proper and yeah. speak to someone at Jumpstart and, yeah. some <laughs> and get some advice. Speak to other people and, yeah, learn from others' experiences. Yeah. Um, see where other people have bumped their head so that you don't have to go through it yourself. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. No, I think that's very insightful. Um, I maybe should have disclosed this early on in the podcast, uh, but my dad is a financial planner as well. <laughs> so, <Is it? laughs> so I've uh, also maybe just... Grown up with some version of Aaron as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and one thing that he said that like when he, some of his clients who are um, in the more like self-employed entrepreneurship space, uh, one of the biggest challenges they find is like a consistency in income because your income isn't mm-hmm. always, uh, mm. you know, isn't always consistent. Um, and so I think like what you were saying, like building up that buffer and actually, you know, to you uh, similar to how like an emergency savings would, yeah. would you know, would work yeah. and you actually decide like, Whatever, you know, come how I water, this is my month, this is what I need, this is my salary that I'm paying to myself monthly. So, whether you know, I signed a million dollar deal in one month, I'm not going to live any differently the next month. Um, yeah. and, and just realizing this is the lifestyle that I'm comfortable with this is the, the life that I want and the life that I'm trying to create and almost think you would always say like don't think of it any differently than any other job Your your source of funds are just a little bit different mm-hmm. but but the, the nature of like having a having a salary of being you know paid regularly and Helps the helps you plan um, and helps you make a little bit more yeah. like informed informed decision and your life doesn't have to be as erratic as your you know when you when when you're taking on a new client when you have a new gig or a new job lined up uh, but to kind of keep adding to the pool um, yeah. that can that can kind of you know fund your fund your lifestyle accordingly.
1: I think sometimes it's almost like a. Um like this weird expectation that when you start your own thing you're supposed to struggle. Mm. Like like you need to go through the struggling artist phase. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just just on the on the point of building up that buffer, like that's obviously you can unpack that like mm-hmm. into ten different things because how are you gonna do that if you're on your nine to five yeah. and you're making a bit of money in your side hustle? So how willing are you and how much humility do you have to actually downgrade your lifestyle? Yeah. Um, for a while to actually put away the extra cash because yeah. where's it going to come from? Yeah. Um, it's as practical as that. Building mm-hmm. up that buffer is you taking money that you usually spent yeah. to now set it aside, to mm-hmm. set yourself up. How willing are you to do that? Mm. Um, what? How much do you care about what your friends and family are going to think? Yeah. Because you used to go to this type of places, you used to drive this type of thing, you used to wear this type of thing. Yeah. How okay are you with not doing and going and wearing yeah, what you used to, yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's more important for you now to start working on mm-hmm. making that transition. Yeah. And that's what holds a lot of people back. Yeah. Um, also be starting your own business again. The whole social component is... A lot of times the perception is, oh, you've you've got your own business, so you must be coining it now. Mm. And as people we we want to please, we wanna live mm-hmm. up. Like all my friends now, I've got my own business now. I'm Mr. CEO of my own business and gee whiz, you you can't even come out with us like on a Friday night. <laughs> yeah, you know, I thought you have your own business. Like, yeah. what is this? You could have stayed with your nine to five. How yeah. how much do I care about that yeah. type of thing? Yeah. Um I guess it also depends on the people you surround yourself with. For but sure, yeah, for that's sure. All the type of All considerations the type of um, that you need to
0: you need to think through um, and to place you know to see the 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 context that you're living in and yeah. what would make sense and just to be honest with yourself and I think you know even for entrepreneurs yeah. these are the conversations that maybe we don't have as Mm-mm. we don't have these conversations as openly uh, um, and yeah. and you know as as needed as it is and I think as you were saying like. Like are you how much are you willing to like give up if you're not in a you know in a space to generate extra mm, income to put mm, your you know, mm, to add mm. to that buffer or that emergency savings? Like yeah. how much are you willing to like sacrifice in order to live out this dream and live out this passion? I think that again throws another like, you know, responsibility on us and I mean not neglecting that people come from very different situations and yeah. different circumstances and you know a lot of the time it's not it's not feasible to like downgrade any yeah. any further and I think within our South African within a South African context, you know, that's so, so, so nuanced and we can never mm. just, you know, make these blankets yeah, these make these blanket statements. Um and I think, yeah, that's what's really helpful with you speaking into a South African you know, into a South African context because yeah. we come with a very particular narrative, especially around you know the resource, you know finance, socio-economic conversation, yes, yes, yes. Um, and I think that's the, always the lens that you're trying to bring through, and yep. you know in what you in what you're putting out and what the wealth coach wants to be. Um, so yeah, I just want to want to thank you for for that insight that you you're sharing. Um, but yeah, I guess one one last thing before we wrap up is uh, what what encouragement could you leave for you know an entrepreneur navigating business, navigating <clears throat> life, and also navigating personal finance because that is you know what you do. <laughs>
1: yeah that's that's a tough one (laughs) people are always giving other people advice Mm -hmm. when when starting up but yeah speaking from from my experience i just think it's that keeping keeping the eyes on the prize yeah and very much a focus on patience.
0: yeah
1: um we we can be extremely hard on ourselves Mm. um when it comes to implementation um putting stuff in place making connections putting content out, um, speaking to potential clients. That's, that's where you need the speed. Yeah. That's where you need the speed on the day-to-day and the week-to-week. That's that's where we need speed to be applied. Mm. But on a macro level, that's where we need the patience mm. because nothing's going to happen in a year or two or three. Mm. And coming back to my point earlier, if, if money was the motivator, you would have given up long before year yeah. three. Yeah. So don't let money be the motivator. Keep The macro picture and Mm -hmm. keep the patience Mm -hmm. because nothing's going to happen quickly Mm -hmm. and make sure that you're just implementing at speed on the Mm -hmm. Mm day-to-day and the Mm month-to-month um and then yeah everything will be okay yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) no that's awesome i i love that and and just really our last last question is we what's up next for the wealth coach and where do we where do we find you
1: cool so so what's up next is yeah, more, more speed and then <laughs> more patience, <laughs> taking my own advice. Um, but yeah, I'm just looking to to add more, just to bring more value. And like I said, the value um, comes out of the comments, it mm-hmm. comes out of the DMs, and, and that's what I appreciate. Yeah. Um, so I'm just looking to add more values and finding different avenues to do that. So there's potentially one or two different things um coming up hopefully some some more podcasts <laughs> and yeah you can find me on instagram the wealth coach website um is up and going uh, some of the resources are there as well linkedin i'm pretty much everywhere <laughs> except tiktok or, or might be there soon <laughs>
0: no yeah. that's awesome uh, yeah to our listeners thank you so much again for tuning in if any part of this conversation was somewhat you know was valuable to you if it resonated with you uh, yeah go check out some of Aaron's free resources um, that, that you can download and you know implement um, and if you're looking to you know take it a step further he offers coaching packages you know particularly for entrepreneurs to help yeah. in life transitions and just you know getting settled um, so do, do reach out to him but Aaron thanks again for your time thank thanks you. for sharing with us and To our listeners, we'll we'll get you on the next one. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Matters Podcast hosted by Jumpstart. Stay connected to us by following us on Instagram and on Facebook. Subscribe to our newsletter on our website at www.jumpstartsouthafrica.com to receive valuable resources, learn about local businesses and our upcoming masterclasses as well as stay connected to a growing network of people crazy enough to believe that their ideas can change the world. We'll catch you next time.